Cigars are out already. We are about to get very, very carried away. <laughs> My name is Jarvey, and I am joined this week by Paddy, Hammy, and Simon. Together, we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. How are we doing, boys? It's so good to to support. I we support the best team in the world. So, <laughs> what a weekend! Feels like it. What a way to start the season! What a week! Lovely. Um, I, let's jump into into our world class signings first of all. <laughs> that. Uh, I think since we recorded last Monday night, um, Tagawa uh, has signed. So thank God for the player that's my player of the season prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a risky one. Uh, Three-year deal as well. Um, Paddy, that's a, a nice length of time, isn't it, to get him in? Aye, so when he scores 40 goals this season, we can sell him for like 50 million to the Saudi <laughs> League. Great business by yeah, heart. The league. Oh, they all look really good, don't they? Aye. <laughs> they do. Tell you who else looks good as well, Jarvey. Jarvey. Is uh, Liam Boyce, who apparently was on his way to the morgue, if uh, people <laughs> last week. Yeah, he really yeah. did. People were also calling for uh, Joe Savage's head, weren't they? They were. The flip-flop I mean, nature of a summer at Hearts. <laughs> I mean, going back three weeks ago, a lot has changed. A lot. <laughs> Last team in Scotland to sign a player to this. It's I know. It's uh, risky business, not doing your business early, like. It is, but also Hibs did their business early and it's doing them the world of good. <laughs> <laughs> Got to wonder with them how much of it's just secret agent Lee Johnson sabotaging stuff, like. Eh? He's doing a great job. It's like when Alan Maybury played for them. <laughs> unbelievable work from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tagawa, and he, he looked good when he came on. Lively, quick. Yeah, he looks bloody rapid. So, I like that he had that big chance, the kind of one-on-one from the through ball. You got the thing once he gets a bit, a bit sharper, if that's the right word, then he'll be tucking them away, and he's going to score bucket loads of bucket loads of goals (laughs) this season. That's easy for you to say. (laughs) It is that. Um, I I wonder if he'll score more goals than Shanklin this season. I really do. A nice problem to have. Yeah. <clears throat> Just talking of that through ball, uh, Shanklin's touch for that through ball was absolutely oh, fucking phenomenal. Beautiful, eh? Aye. Aye. I spoke about Ronaldinho on last week's pod. That Didn't was... realise he was in the squad. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a wee Brazilian flick, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, Tagala's in. That's all very exciting. And thank God that's over the line. Um, Alex Lowry, the rumours... They, they were suddenly everywhere and an hour later he was announced. <laughs> That's my favourite type of signing. Yeah. Did you see there. Did you see him talking about it after the game? Yeah, yeah. He said he got a text off Naismith saying it had all been completed. He got introduced on Friday and then Saturday he was in the squad. <laughs> I mean, it's all very hopeful until he has a couple of weeks training with hearts and is shite. <laughs> Come on now. No negativity. <laughs> Alex Lowry, 
looks not just too good for Hearts, but too good for this league. <laughs> they thought that how long he was even on the park? Twenty minutes, half an hour. No, I know Rangers have got the option to recall him in January. Do they have the option to recall him before the end of the transfer window? <laughs> That's Just... what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he he looked every bit as good as he did that day when he told us the told us the part at Tynecastle. That was over a year ago as well. So yeah, you, can, but... you hope that he's maybe improved from then, although he's not really played much football. No, he spent a lot of time injured last season, um, but he just came back and hit the ground running. But I think from from what I understand, he was he was really unhappy at Rangers because it, Michael Beale seemed to make clear to him that he wasn't going to be part of the first team plans. So he's demanded a loan move out, and very quickly found himself at Hearts. So we're in a brilliant position here because he's going to be wanting to play out his skin to get back into the Rangers team. Can't what can none we can do about that. But we've um, it's a very nice situation to be in. Aye, we are win-win. He either turns up and plays well enough to get himself a move to a club that's bigger than Hearts, or he plays well enough to get into a Rangers first team. Yeah, there is people I've seen a few tweets of my, my dad on the phone as well saying, "Can you imagine if he if we could manage to sign him at the end of the season?" It's like, no, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's not the type of opportunity that's going to come our way. But just enjoy them while we have them. We've had our hearts broken by lone, lone players before. <laughs> Definitely get our hearts broken again. Um, but I just... Uh, he's a kind of special player that he just always seems to have so much time on the ball. He's really composed. Good first touch. He, he doesn't seem like he's rapid, but he seems like he's quick in his decision-making <laughs> and his sort of vision looks really good so he also for me and I, this is the first time i've actually seen him but he seems very technically gifted which is surprising given he's scottish yeah, yeah. he's like um he, is, he plays very similar to billy gilmore when you see him get the ball that kind of touch and turn he's, he just really reminds me of billy gilmore another big rangers man i know <laughs> obviously he plays more out wide but he just you feel like you could put alex lowry anywhere left wing, right wing, in the 10, and he'll just it. It, it makes you feel comfortable that it's not only hearts that absolutely fuck the youth products coming through their system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, fantastic stuff. Welcome aboard, Alex Lowry. Um, and Hammy, since you're, you're being awfully quiet, um, Kenneth Skishis Vargas has <laughs> just been announced in the last hour. Are you delighted? I am. He's uh, uh, he looks like he. I don't know what it's about him, but me personally, I think he looks like he's going to be a, a wee, a wee arsehole, and I like that. It just <laughs> was it like the neck hard. tattoo by any chance, Sammy? <laughs> I mean, I don't want it to stereotype and all that, but uh, <laughs> a wee bit. He just. The thing is, it's not even just like a neck tattoo; it's right across the throat. I know, <laughs> like pretty rough. Right. That would be soda as well, right? Oh, like vibrating right to your throat. <laughs> Are we a twenty-one-year-old Costa Rican? Uh, yeah, it's a loan <laughs> to buy, isn't it? Uh, Aye, that was, protects us, doesn't it? I think it's useful, and I was just reading there actually that it could be to do with his visa. Yeah, I was about to say to that, that, that with visa, if you have issues with visa, right, you okay. can them in and mm-hmm. sort it over the season. Yeah, 
so it could be that and um yeah it's like it's good to, if we've got a good solid ironclad option to buy as well yeah. if, if he does have an, an oven ready then. deal yeah they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> flyer in this day and age surely <laughs> <laughs> Mark, we've always got a Keisha in the air flyer. <laughs> You've changed, man. You used to be from Ox Gangs. <laughs> um, but I, it's uh, it's just adding to what what suddenly is a very very strong score, isn't it? it have is, you man. seen the Have you seen the thing Parry doing the rounds of the the starting eleven we could have had? Aye, it was pretty much our starting eleven last season. Gordon <laughs> yeah, Shanklin not being in it. Aye. Aye. It's incredible when you think about it. even the likes of um, you forget Craig Gordon still to come back in, how huge that is for us. Um, right through to your boys not starting, Benny Halkett still, Vargas, that was with Tagawa on the bench. Um, like loads of depth, we're gonna win the lot. <laughs> well, it's a two horse race now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something else I wanted to point out, <clears throat> thinking about this, well, it's Lowry's potential return to Rangers in January. What would happen if, say, Michael Beale was to get sacked and they wanted Stephen Naismith? <laughs> Could Stephen Naismith be the first non-manager to actually end up non-managing elsewhere? Well, well Jarvie, as we all know, he's not a manager, so it would be Frankie McAvoy that they would go after. Well, this is true, yeah. They'd have to sign the whole the full package, wouldn't they? <laughs> I mean, it is slightly suspicious that Naismith is on the touchline for the whole 90 minutes of a game. Well, he wasn't. Did you not see yeah. that? It was McAvoy that was pretty much the whole St. Johnston game. Oh, but he was he was in the dugout, wasn't he? Aye. He was aye, he was in the dugout. Aye. It was McAvoy actually standing out there. Like, they're going, they're like seriously hiding this from UEFA. <laughs> um... Back Ken Vargas, excited to see that one as well. He'll no doubt be in the squad for Thursday, which we'll we'll come on to obviously. Um, so squad wise, that really just leaves us short of a right back. Um, the James Hill rumours continue. No, he's not obviously that suitable really as a right back or a right wing back, but that rumour seems to still be floating around. Um, since we recorded last week, I think it was the Tuesday, the Ryan Strain rumour started coming out. Right back for St Mirren. Oh my God, I would take him in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, I exactly. saw the game against Tibbs, he was unbelievable. Right, a great player. A brilliant season for St Mirren last season. And he's another Aussie as well. Wow, well, another... we've got a contingent now. <laughs> another player that... Born and raised in England, but... Yeah, yeah, qualifies to play for them. Um, He'd no doubt cost a good whack of money. I'd, I'd imagine... I think he's got two years left on his deal. I think. Don't quote me on that. No, wouldn't he be like us to do some research? Um, so you know, you would be you'd be talking half a million, I'd say. I think yeah, it's not gonna be cheap. Well, it could be, Paddy. It could be, but the papers were linking potential moves the other way, along with the deal, talking about Alan Forrest and Andy Halliday. They could take them both. <laughs> I would I, I'm gonna defend Alan Forrest here. I think he's a good squad player. I don't think he was as bad as was made out on Saturday either. Then I think there's yeah. just a lot of Arsenal Hearts fans out there. He done yeah. nothing wrong. He's just well, not fighting his other players. Mm-hmm. I he's a really valuable player, I think, as well. Ryan Strain's contract is up at the end of the season. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> I didn't love 
doing anything they can to make money. So, <laughs> I mean, they had a Celtic club shop in their stadium for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, let's let's get over the line. That's probably why we haven't signed another right back yet. Yeah, like being serious, you think about it. like why wouldn't we have brought in someone? The season started. We Just must be find the right guy. We'll be after a strain. And if we sign him, oh my word, we are winning the lot. <laughs> um, and I, Alan Forrest, so I was defending him a bit after the Leeds friendly. A fucking tough day's work when you're playing against Leeds. <laughs> Run by I, yourself. And put up front, which is a position he doesn't play. Yeah, exactly. Just because he's got legs chucked up there. <laughs> so, aye, let's not hate on Alan, Alan Forrest too much, yeah. Uh, the only other rumour, stealing this one straight from Mark Donaldson on Scarcer in the funnel, was uh, he's saying Hearts are after, and, I'm, and I'll do my best here, uh, Odaluga Afaya, a 20-year-old right back at Brighton, who hasn't quite broken into the team, but at one point he was highly regarded down there. So just like Alex Cochran, by the sounds yeah. of it. See what yeah. happens there. Um, Lewis Nielsen has joined our brother's Partick Thistle on loan for the rest of the season. Um, I wonder if we've got an option to bring him back in January. <laughs> I think that's a good move for all parties. I think he needs yeah, first-team yeah. football to develop. I think going to the Championship, he'll be one of the better players in that league, you'd think, you'd hope. So mm-hmm. get good minutes where he can be confident and build on his skills rather than just firefighting. Aye. I like Aye. a lower league Aye. team in the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. Like, it looks like see see when you watch the Leeds game, it's like at that level, the footballers look just that bit fitter. Mm-hmm. Like their muscles are that bit more defined and they're that bit faster or that bit stronger. Yeah. When you look at the athleticism in the heart squad, you'd struggle to look at a player and think they look more athletic than, than Lewis Nielsen as well. He's a fucking solid laddie. Yeah. He's a he's a big boy. Like he looks like he's got like three percent body fat. <laughs> <laughs> so if he just needs time and, and game experience and I mean he could have a a, a future at heart so I hope he has it he goes and smashes it at Partick Thistle and he comes back and then at the first team yeah and he doesn't end up at Aloha <laughs> you know what when when uh, Paddy texts in saying oh just filling in the Aloha first team or something like that <laughs> I went and checked there's not one player in the Aloha team that has been at or came through Heart of Midlothian. <laughs> well, that's a first, to be fair. <laughs> like, I like going through all the scores from League 2 and League 1, like well, on a Saturday or Sunday, and the amount of once young Hearts players, like on the score sheets, create like a Dale Carrick and a Callum. Aye. Uh, what Morrison at Falkirk and all that, like everywhere. <laughs> There's these names of the past. Aye, it just shows that it's not over once you, you don't no. get kept on at heart. Yeah. Which may surprise a lot of people. <laughs> it's not over. Just because we're, we're big time. It's hard to break into the big time. But to be fair, Craig Levine, he would give anyone a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, even like Aidan Keener. He played like seven games in a row. Is he not doing all right now? Yeah, he ended up at like Torquay. And then fuck knows where he is now. Hammy is Googling frantically. Look at that. Cheltenham Town. Oh. oh with Michael Smith. Michael Smith. <laughs> Out for a day at the horses. We went down the rabbit hole. 
down the other end, back into the rabbit hole there. <laughs> Um, right, well, there's Lewis Nielsen before we, we'll get out of this rabbit hole altogether. Be a part of this <laughs> um, Robbie Keane's uh, Maccabee Tel Aviv is in, was in, or rumoured with Lawrence Shankland, uh, and they were linked with Ginelli, uh, like at the kind of start of the summer window as well. And Robbie Keane's just watching Hearts videos in his hotel <laughs> in Israel. Like Hearts, man. Loved his time at Celtic and just thought, you know what? Hearts. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so random, um, but just like uh, Shanklin was linked with teams in Iran, um, this one's come out of the blue as well. It would take they would take absolute millions, wouldn't it, for for us to accept a bit fifty to be precise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, really, was he a second top goal scorer in the league last year? Mm-hmm. Um, He's probably and just hitting his prime. He's got two years left on his deal. Yeah. Paddy's right, 50 million. <laughs> millions. And if we're not working behind the scenes to sort of see what he wants to sign on for another three years, then we, I think we're, we're going to be very silly. So I think this is the season we need to get him signed up again. Yeah. yeah. Um, two, two years feels comfortable, but that disappears very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think he's. it would take a substantial offer and you never know, come January time, if something comes in and he's not willing to sign, then take the money. Which pains me to say it, because he is a top quality player, but I'm just at the end of my tether with us losing players from Man now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It would actually nice, be nice to see us get a big sale. <laughs> Dude, was, I, I got off on a bit of a tangent, right? But I think I was seeing a post, I think it was on kickback, and it was the last three seasons, and Hearts had made something like According to transfer market, um, Hearts have made something like 150,000 over the last three seasons on player transfers. And Aberdeen and Hibs were in near enough tens of millions. It's just, it's mental how poor we've been. No, Aberdeen have made rakes of money. Aye. It's lucky we're not a fan owned self sustaining club. <laughs> <laughs> They're almost there. Almost there. Um, I was interesting you say that. <clears throat> I was reading something earlier about Cammy Devlin. He's in his last last year of his deal, and that's the type of player. I know the jury's out, but you know he's still a young player with bags of potential, and he's good at football. He's good enough to play arts for the yeah. next three or four years at least. Right, like that's a player you just give a, another deal to. You don't let go in free or sign a pre contract in January. You know what I mean, aye, and you feel like he's this sort of player attitude you want around the club like you don't feel like he's going to give up or be a moan or anything like that I bet it's great to have the dressing room cracking jokes but working hard exactly (laughs) works hard parties hard (laughs) (laughs) he's Australian Um, that's all all the news so moving on to Europe Um. Rosenberg beat Crusaders since we recorded the last podcast. Aye, last Thursday. Um, watched the most of it, Hammy. I know you did too because you sent me the stream, which you paid for. Really, really generous. Of you. <laughs> um, they're, they're a funny team, Hammy, aren't they? They reminded me of Hearts last season when we had no centre backs in a way. <laughs> Aye, they, they looked, what's the word, clumsy. And I, I thought Crusaders were. Were a bit unlucky at times. Actually, they they done well to get to a set of extra time, and I just think 
fitness and and um, I think Rosenberg are like through halfway through the season as, as well. So I think that comes into play when it gets the extra time and you've been playing for sort of that long. So yeah, Crusaders were unlucky. They definitely didn't strike me as a a brilliant team. And now that we have the players that we do, I, I can't see us scoring any less than ten. I'm honest with you. <laughs> Agreed. Aye. They look very vulnerable. What was the, the final score over those two legs? It was like 6-5. What was it? Again, the research has been phenomenal on this. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, a, it was not a draw in the first leg as well, wasn't it? 2-0, so then 3-2. Right, so 5-4 on Ag. So, and yeah, they, they looked... Every time Crusaders went forward, they were pretty much getting a goal <laughs> or... Getting a shot on target, like they looked really vulnerable at the back, but they, they did look very dangerous on the counter. And you've got to remember, Crusaders had that man sent off before yeah. uh, Rosenborg got their the winner. Mm-hmm. Again, that sort of comes into something to play. So, right. Um, but I yeah, it's got a chance. crazy to think that we're going to Norway, Sweden. Norway. Norway. <laughs> <laughs> that's not research, that's just Jarvis. <laughs> no, country dyslexia. I always found the, the Scandinavians confusing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think we're playing up there on uh, on Thursday. Comes around so fast, but you've got to think if we if we just get a draw there, get them back to Tin Castle and pump them, send them back on the plane, job done. Is it a six o'clock kickoff? Yeah. Six o'clock on Thursday. Yeah. So get yourself home pronto. Tell the wife to shut it. Get my dinner on. Get the telly on. Get that bear to bed now. Um I'll be a working from home day. Not afternoon. Wait afternoon. And it's uh, but it's not televised, so uh, Hammy Hammy knows because he thankfully paid for it and shared it with me. But last week the Crusaders fans had to like pay for the pay-per-view through the Rosenberg website. And it was eleven ninety nine or twelve ninety nine for the game. So I think we're gonna have to do something similar on Thursday, I believe. Cause um uh without going into too much details, have a a certain device which searches through millions of channels and unfortunately there was no Rosenberg TV available on that device. <laughs> So you're gonna a lot of details for not gonna (laughs) (laughs) difficult, difficult to explain, but there's no Rosenberg TV there. Do you mean a skybox? You've got a skybox. Oh, that's what they're called on the internet or something. Um, and yeah, anyway, once we get past Rosenberg, we then play uh Hajuka split or or... go and paddy. Or Pauk. Yeah. I always I always thought it was P-A-O-K. Like, that's how you would pronounce it. It's not. <laughs> the Carapetus is the manager of. When I seen them earlier, I thought it was Panathinaikos. And I thought, oh, we are definitely fucked. Yeah, and mm. a different club, apparently. And uh, ah, they still look pretty good, though. <laughs> Uh, from from Thessaloniki, which lucky enough for me, if we do play them, there is only one club in, so I can do. Actually, there might be two, so I probably don't get the wrong one to do a, a breakdown. If if you don't know what he's on about, listener, Parry spent like probably for the first time some good good time and research for the podcast, 
researching our game against Riga. And they researched the wrong Riga. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Um, I've not really looked into into them too much, but I've been looking at Split, and they look like they're in pretty decent form at the moment. And they even picked up a win against Zagreb um, recently, but they got beat off Zagreb in the cup final 1-0. Um, but they, they are not losing many games. And they've also got a 16-year-old centre-back that's being linked to, like, Chelsea, Man City, et cetera, et cetera. So, it's fun. <laughs> but if he's only 16, it just means Shanklin's got all the experience. He'll just ragdoll, ragdoll them all about the place. Right, they're paying for potential. Like, we'll bat them now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Toughen them up a bit. Yeah. So, but yeah, and there's there is already a, a scheduling issue as we've been both been drawn at home, Hearts and Hibs, at home for the first leg of that round. So yes. UEFA is going to pick a team to to change it. On the draw, it was stated that the team that finished lower in the league would be moved. So really? if if it is, I think it is. It gets confirmed tomorrow as well, by the way. Um, so it should be Hibs game getting moved, but um, obviously that only happens if we both win, and Hibs will not beat that Swiss team. Yes, yeah. I kind of hope, and they we'll do. not beat Rosenberg. I think Aston Villa will absolutely <laughs> batter Hibs. Of course, mm. so are, are Aston Villa not the richest club in the Conference League? Probably. Are they? Well. It'll just be a big John McGinn shag a fault now. <laughs> I bet John McGinn scores and the Hibs fans clap. Yeah, oh. definitely. Ugh. Definitely. It'll be... It'll I mean, be to be fair, fair, if Callum Patterson scored against Hearts, I'd celebrate. So. <laughs> a sad down clap. Aye. <laughs> Get a couple of claps. So, aye, big, big couple of weeks ahead. Exciting stuff. So moving on to the St Johnston game, then we are four and a half thousand jambles went to Perth. So that's four and a half thousand in attendance out of six thousand eight hundred and eighteen in total. <laughs> the maroon pound. <laughs> Give us more seats. Aye, coming to a farmyard near you. Um, but I going into St Johnston. We again, I've not researched this, so don't quote me on it. But apparently, that was our first away win in the league of twenty. 23? <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's uh, super Stevie Frankie McAvoy football working well. <laughs> Superb. Um, by Simon, how did we line up going into this one? I've not asked you that in fucking ages. Well, not much has changed, to be honest. <laughs> Xander Clark and Coles again, a back four of Atkinson, Kent, Rolls, Kingsley, midfield of Neuenhoff, Devlin and Harren, and then a three of Oda, Shanklin and Forrest. I feel like the lineup in the squad, there's enough familiar names and enough new names. It, a lot of the times after a transfer window at Hearts, you've often been like, who the fuck are half of these guys? Like we signed like 14 new players or something like that. Eight okay. of them are starting. The John Murray era. Aye. <laughs> So it, it feels quite nice to have like the, the core of Devlin, Harren still together, Shanklin up the front three are obviously all from last season. Clark and Rose, Kingsley and Atkinson, three of the back five are all players for last year. Um, but 
aye, we lined up how we did all of last season. Once again, this season under Frankie McAvoy, his first ever Hearts <laughs> team. <laughs> um, the first half, the first half wasn't great. No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, pretty scrappy, and St. Johnson even had their chances. Um, it was, it was a bit strange, wasn't it? It felt like we were kind of biding our time. We had loads of possession, but I think at halftime, Hammy, you're you're on fire tonight. I don't think we had any shots on target come halftime. Is that right? I don't remember any. Um, <laughs> it felt a bit like that... a preseason friendly the first half. I, I'll, I'm going to say it. It felt a lot like uh, Robin Nielsen's hearts the first half. <laughs> that all the ball, the end product. Aye, we had something like seventy percent possession. So it half yeah. it was mental, but uh, yeah, we just weren't doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. So aye, there, there's nothing really to talk about from the first half. Um. Yeah, but moving on to the second half, everything happened. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Paddy, we're all in a good mood tonight, so I'll just say fair play. Liam Boyce and Benny Beningame were not in the hospital. No, they weren't. Came on and they played football. Um, Benny was, was very quiet. I think he only had three touches of the ball or something. Uh, I read. Still means he's not in the hospital. That's f- but Liam Boyce, your boys looked like way fitter than I, I remember. Aye, maybe the issue was his knees. What do you mean? Like, now he's went and got surgery, he's actually just managed to resolve all the issues that he's had. Mm. I bet he's had a long career. Like a lot of football, you know what I mean? Played a lot of football, scored a lot of goals. That's a lot of kicks. So it's in Scotland as well. Hey, Ross County getting booted up and then <laughs> what is mental and I didn't realise how good it was I put in the chat the other day but he's had 50 goal contributions in 88 games for Hearts which is fucking good <laughs> yeah, it is fucking good 15 assists and 35 goals Aye. <clears throat> it's excellent right. easy to forget I think he was going through a bit of a rough patch just before he got injured like that last kind of 3-4 games I want to say before he got injured so it was almost like we didn't miss him immediately. But you do forget before that wee mini rough patch how important he was for the club. Aye. He was our Shankland, you know what I mean? He also looks like he's got a decent connection with Shankland as well. Yeah. No, he does. They should they could play very very well together. Aye. Sorry. But we're just we're gonna win the lot. <laughs> we're gonna win the lot. Can I also say who else I thought played well that probably won't get mentioned and is also making me question why Cameron's not on the pod tonight, but I thought Nathaniel Atkinson had a decent game. He and did. I do find it quite suspicious that Cameron's not here to hear about that. <laughs> He's a wee wank in the hundred surprise. I agree, Paddy. And Stephen Kingsley as well. Yeah. Didn't really put a foot wrong. Yeah, Excellent. hopefully he's got his personal issues sorted and is all okay and can come back and be the player he was before last season. Because we've got an unbelievable player on our hands if he is. Right. Absolutely. He is a top player on his day. He was in that Scotland squad previously. Right. Back up to that level. Um, and yeah, Alex Lowdy, debut, phenomenal. Oh, that, that ball, Simon, for Boyce. I don't think there's a player in our squad that would have the vision to just send that. Well, there is now. 
Aye. Other it, than Alex fucking Lowry. It's just <laughs> how quickly he understands and makes a decision. Uh, the ball looks just like a boot up in the air, but the skills in seeing it so quickly mm-hmm. and understanding that, yeah, Shanklin's offside, not getting distracted by that, but Boyce is onside. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thought he was brilliant. There was a couple of moments where I think he maybe tried to do a wee bit too much or mm. was just trying a bit too hard. But, aye, he, once he gets settled in some game time, into him, he's going to be a player. I mean, we've. I think he might end up finding himself playing a bit more central, even if it's like if he's brought on as a winger, he's going to find himself in the center of the park a lot more, and he's Aye. going to lose the ball. But I really don't mind it because we very rarely get those kind of attacking mid players that are trying to beat players. Yeah. So if I can let him crack on, I don't care if he loses the ball twenty games, twenty times a game. Yeah, man. I don't want to put any pressure on the lad, but he does does look a wee bit. He's sort of like Santi Cajola-esque. Sort of <laughs> ah, wow. Play out wide, through the middle. Mm-hmm. Nobody can touch him. He's always a yard ahead of them. Right. If he was Spanish, he'd be worth 50 million and not at heart. So. I agree. Yep. I would say if he doesn't play for Scotland one day, it won't be his fault. It'll be Rangers' fault. <laughs> <laughs> hoarding him away. Aye, don't fall in love with a lone player. Too late already. <laughs> um, aye, what else can happen in the second half? Tagala's chance we've already kind of spoke about um, and he looks absolutely rapid, which is great. Um, Oda's goal, Simon? Oh my God. Just real quick decision-making, execution. Yeah, quality. Moments of quality like that are few and far between. Um but that was just fantastic to sort of win the ball there um, and just fire it down through the boys' legs into the other side. It was such a good finish. Mm-hmm. He is looking brilliant. <laughs> yep. He's 21. That's <laughs> mad. Can Rangers <laughs> recall him in January? <laughs> With loads of money. Maybe Ange Postacoglu could recall him to Tottenham, surely. No? Oh, Aye. I hope not. His, no, his ruined the lad's career. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's not biting. <laughs> I think we, you know, yeah, we should again just post our thanks to Ange and, and Celtic for discovering Japan. Again, it's we've yeah. two cracking players. So, on behalf of the pod, thank you, Ange. You're a good man. Thank you, Ange. <laughs> um, just the last thing, then, Frankie Kent. Uh, again, we're going to win the fucking lot. <laughs> he. He won every one of his aerial jewels. 11 out of 11 aerial jewels. We genuinely, he's just come straight in and, t- and he's exactly what we need and what we lacked. We missed for a whole season basically playing without a defender that can head the ball. A whole <laughs> season. I thought he was good, but we still look fucking shaky for set pieces. Well, he's playing next to Kyle, Sam. <laughs> there was some moments. I mean, St Johnston really should have scored. Their boy had a wide open chance for a cross. It was either a free kick or a cross. Ah, it was a free kick, and uh, it bounced right wide. But that was Liam Gordon in the first half, was it? Was that? I I don't care who yeah. it was really, but um, I. But apart from that, thought thought he was good. Cam, he's had a wee bit longer than a couple of the boys, so. Mm-hmm. But it's just again time on the park. Hope hope they improve. Um, but they're looking really good. Yep. 
like I was saying about the Leeds game, he's, came, he's already leading that back line as well. Like you can see Atkinson looking at him like for for instructions and roles. He's a good age as well, 27-year-old, to come in yeah. at centre-back. I think that's where well, a lot of our boys are quite young at centre-back. So mm-hmm. to get him in, he's he's a bit older. And see if Halkett can actually get fit and we can play Halkett and Kent. I think that's quite a good partnership. Yeah, maybe not the best. I think Kent's maybe good with the ball at his feet. But if if his feet are like Halkett's feet, then there might not be too much. <laughs> there might not be too <laughs> Maybe that's what we've been missing all along, just a wee bit more Essex. That's what yeah. Hearts have needed. Mm. The only way is up. <laughs> <laughs> Essex and Aussies. Aye. What more do you need? And Gorgi. Um, like Frankie Kent could be a. He's going to be huge for us. Let, let's just pray he can keep fit until Halkett's fit, at the very least. Um, and I, <clears throat> that was kind of it. Lauren Shanklin's goal. Was our eight eight thousandth league goal? That's going to be a long ass DVD special. <laughs> <laughs> it's mental One. that seven thousand of them were scored by Bobby Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know the percentage of the like those goals from Bobby Walker. You're right. Is that league goals only? League goals, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fair play. Um. Moving on then, there's there's no Jambles kick kickback this week, Hammy, because it's actually quite a, a positive place you were saying. Very positive with all things hearts, apart from a couple um, stories we shan't get into, but there was also, a, on the main page, there was at least four different threads about Hibs and Lee Johnson, so, I mean, it's fun to laugh at them, but more now. Hmm. That's like Hibs.net party, like every, ah. every thread's about hearts. Right. We don't need to worry about teams doing the bottom half of the table. Well said, Tommy. Well said. <laughs> right. I know. Like us talking about them and Aston Villa there was probably the longest we've ever spent talking about Hibs on this book. <laughs> we do make a conscious effort to just simply not. Um, so, moving on. Um, Simon, you've got new segment alert. A new weekly segment here. Um over to you. Explain yourself. I hope you've got a nice name for it, like a gimmick name. I haven't <laughs> thought of a name yet, but maybe we can just see what happens. Why don't we so... do a poll out? <laughs> Let the fans decide. <laughs> On the segment, maybe. No. Um, <laughs> so, it is it is a game. Uh, we're all You are all going to take part. I'm going to explain it as best I can, but I am really bad at explaining things, right? <laughs> so there's three players... Five clues for each player, right? The clues, I've tried to make them get easier as we go. But if you guess the player on the first clue, you get five points. If you guess it on the second clue, four points and so on until the fifth clue. If you get it on that, you get one point. If right. you take a guess before uh, before I finish all the clues, which is fine, but if you get it wrong, you can't take any more guesses on that player. Okay. Right? Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And you're you're doing this one player at a time, I take it. Yeah. Because that would get really confusing if you were <laughs> doing three. No, I feel like I'd be auctioning cattle or something like that if I was doing <laughs> three at a time. So we'll go with the first player. Um we kind of just have to figure out how you are gonna guess because you might just cheat and be like, I that I was thinking of him as well, if one person says it. So we'll see how it goes though. Surely just no one else gets points. 
You know what I mean? You have to be the fastest. So, so what, what, are you just going to say your name? Do, how do I know who's going to say it first? Or is it just whoever says it first? I've just got right. to decide who I heard first. Is that no work? Aye. Aye. So the first person to say it, yeah, gets the points. Right, okay, cool. Right, so the first player, clue number one. David Abua. Paddy's <laughs> already cheating. <laughs> I was born in Kirkcaldy in 1972 and came through the Wraith Academy. Okay. Anyone oh, want to take a guess? Paddy. Going then, Pads. Colin Cameron. Five points to Paddy <laughs> McDonald. I like that he's got his phone in his hand. Because I said Paddy's already cheating. <laughs> How the fuck am I meant to look Wraith up in that amount of time? They are on the internet. <laughs> right, so five points to Paddy. So the other clues were him were I made 28 international appearances scoring two goals. I was signed in 1996 by Jim Jeffries and was sold in 2001 for 1.75 million in 2001. We used to make money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I scored the opening goal in the Scottish Cup final and the fifth clue was my name is two first names. <laughs> uh, cool. So second player. Clue number one. I was born in London in 1994 and came through the Hearts Academy. Garvey. Yeah. And the driver. Incorrect. Nick is out of this round. So does anyone want to take a guess? What year was that again? Uh, I was born in London in 1994 and came through the Hearts Academy. Oh, I and the driver be like 89 or something. 87. Hmm. Anyone want to take a guess? Nah. Paddy frantically googles mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, clue number two I have made 17 international appearances Not scoring any goals For Scotland uh, All the information's in the clue Remember if you, if you take a guess Oh, there you go is no, actually, no, 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 oh, 94. I don't know, that's annoying, right? Okay, wait, anyone want to take a guess? So, the third clue I was given my first appearance by John McGlynn in 2012 in a win against St. Johnston. Tammy, right. Nah, I fucked that again. I'm just gonna <laughs> give one. <laughs> I'm just gonna say you didn't have to. Nah, nah, didn't because the I've just remembered the international caps and my player did not get any caps. Right. Now. So mm. we'll go to clue number four. <laughs> he was our top goal scorer in the 2012-2013 season and became famous for his celebrations. Oh, Harry, can you beat No. <laughs> so the last clue. And Paddy, you have an open goal here. Rumours are he will return to the club and probably not play right back. No way it's not Callum Patterson. Callum Patterson. Born in London, totally free. Born in London and his mother is from Zimbabwe. Wow. Wow. But his his dad is Scottish and he lived in Scotland from the age of three. So So that middle one was Callum Patterson. So Paddy has six points and you just have nine. Number, player number three, sorry. I was born in Dunfermline in 1964 and came through the Lockor Welfare Academy. Paddy. 
No way. Fuck off, Paddy. Craig Levine. Craig Levine. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that, you wee pervert? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiling I knew them. he was born in Fife, and that's around the time that he would be born, so... Fair enough, you know your stuff, yeah. I'll go through the other clues, but Paddy won the game 11-0-0. <laughs> Paddy has <laughs> autism. Yeah, Paddy does have <laughs> autism. <laughs> was, I made 16 international appearances, not scoring any goals. Clue 3, signed for Hearts in 1983 by Alex McDonald. Four, I have managed Hearts twice in Scotland, becoming famous for the 5-6 formation. Clue number five, I am a specky mongo. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll keep that up. We'll see how it goes. We'll keep a track. Um, Scores are pretty easy to remember this week. (laughs) But I could maybe add in... Could maybe add in some more players if uh, if the, we wanted that to go on a bit longer. But yeah, that was the the first version of who the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I don't know. I'll have a I'll have a trial punt of putting that on Twitter or sorry X this <laughs> week. Um, but everyone will just cheat. <laughs> Aye, we'll see how it goes. Superb, enjoyed that. Well, well done, Paddy. Eleven nil. Wonder how this season will go. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, look, I've got on the agenda here a look ahead to Rosenberg on Thursday. First of all, we've kind of done that, but are you, uh, Paddy Simon? Since me and Hammy spoke about, you, are you happy for us to go there and get a draw? Basically, I want to tank them. I want to pump them. I want. I'd, a... I'd much prefer a win, I. But a you would take win. a draw. You take a draw. You just kind of want to see. It's a good barometer because there's loads of rumours and blah, blah blah, and we should beat them. And people saying, "No, oh, they're a good club," and blah blah whatever. You won't know until you actually get up and play against them. I just hope we go and approach it like we did that Zurich game, yeah, where we just went and we just went for it. Um, because up until George Grant getting sent off, I thought we were quite capable of beating them. No, so just more of the same. Um, and be, yeah, be confident. We've got history of turning up to these ties against teams that we are unsure of. We're not really sure of the level, and just absolutely shite in the bed. Mm-hmm. So just don't do that. Well said. Um, beyond Rosenberg, <clears throat> we're playing Kilmarnock on Sunday. Um, and Kilmarnock just beat the Glasgow Rangers at home. <laughs> um, genuinely, I thought this going into the season, Kilmarnock have probably got the behind Hearts, let's say the fourth best defence in the league um, and maybe the third best centre-backs in the league, I want to say, because they've got Stuart Finlay, who <laughs> should should be at Hearts, should have been at Hearts years ago. Um, Lewis Mayo, Robbie Dee's a good signing as well. Um, and generally, they've they've improved massively and they're probably going to be looking at maybe finishing fifth or sixth this season, potentially. It's not going to be an easy game at all. Um, and even last season with a squad half as good, they done very well against Hearts. They were a foreign on our side last season. So it's not going to be easy, but then we're winning the fucking lot this year. <laughs> so we should be. You have to be beating Kilmarnock at home if you want to be finishing third. Simple as that. It'll be mad when Kilmarnock start the season away um, at home to Rangers and then away to Hearts and have six points. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, Derry McInnes. Very good manager. Taking my hearts. 
we're off over the last couple of opportunities. Yes. Um, so it's not going to be an easy game. Big week. If we went over in uh, Scandinavia and <laughs> we come on on Sunday, then we're looking pretty good going into you know a huge second leg against Rosenberg at home. And then we are trying to remember. Oh, then it's the Arctic Thistle game. Yeah, the following weekend. So, you know, we can start. These are two potentially four, four winnable games here, but also all competitive. You know what I mean? They're all important games of football. So. You are right, though. Like, obviously, we're going to make a few slip ups, and you can't afford to, to finish third. But these are games we should be winning. Really, they are. Yeah. It's exciting, but thank God the football's back, eh? Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm not seeing it. I'm away, so I'm missing the two first home games. I'm probably missing all the European football we'll get at Tynecastle this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're trying to convince Cameron to get get us accommodation and flight sorted for our, our next round in Europe. Now you probably when if I can even come on the podcast again. <laughs> organise that. Um so I know Cameron, so Hammy, I believe you have the, the Excel spreadsheet to hand. Um buy or sell. I know. I do indeed. A lovely fresh new one. It's it's great. So I will go through <laughs> uh go through last week's ones because I wasn't here and I bought the lot and actually didn't do too bad. Um so the first one was hearts to win and score at least three goals. Um we didn't get three goals, uh, but we did win, but you don't get half points. So Simon, myself, Cameron, Twitter, and Instagram all bought that. Mugs, Jarvey, and Paddy, you sold it, so well done. Boom. So yes. Um, Scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> the next one was Benny and Boyce, both to get minutes. They did. They both got uh, minutes. Uh, Simon, Jarvey, and Instagram all sold that. Um, I probably would have sold it if I was on, but I bought it. So myself, Paddy, Cameron, and Twitter all got points. Xander Clark to keep a clean sheet. We did that as well. Simon Jarvey, Paddy, you all sold it. Um, the rest <laughs> bought it. And Shankland to be the league's top goal scorer at the weekend. Uh, no, somehow it is David Turnbull. All right, enough. Aye. Who would have thought? Um, Jarvey, myself, and Instagram bought that. Uh, everyone else sold it so they'll get points. So that takes us the running total for week one. It's a joint three at the top Paddy, Cameron, and Twitter. Yes. Uh, myself <laughs> on two, taking up uh, second place or fourth, actually. And at the bottom of the league, Simon, Jarry, and Instagram all on one point. So yes. don't worry. Here's your chance to get points. Uh, looking at this, it is just for the Killy game at home. Our first home game back at Town Castle. So, first question. Will Kenny V just signed tonight? Will he get minutes at Town Castle on Sunday? Bye. On Sunday. Uh, bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Uh, bye's across the board. I also think he'll be let loose about the 10 minutes to go mark just to yeah, smash yeah. somebody's knee or something <laughs> get unbanned <laughs> yes. uh, the next one uh, another assist or goal for Liam Boyce there's a wee star next to it and we note that uh, Cameron's left and it just says 
Paddy says he's had fucking loads. And Paddy, you did say that he's got loads of uh, assists or goal contributions. So I'm assuming you'll be buying that one. Bye. Yep. <laughs> what well, what game is that? Is over the two games? No, no, no. Just killing game. All oh, right. Does Cameron forgot we're in Europe? Possibly. <laughs> um, I'm gonna sell that one. Well, you know what? I'm also gonna sell it as I don't know if you play as much now yeah. with Tagala and stuff. Is this boys just a scorer assist? I yeah, yeah, I'll sell it too. Oh, look like mugs when he scores. Um, the next one is both teams to score. So both teams scored in all three meetings last season. I win a piece in a two-two draw. So high-scoring games. Hmm. I'm gonna buy that one. Yeah, I'm gonna buy that too. I'll sell it. Sell it, yeah. Hearts five nil. <laughs> Boys with all five as well. <laughs> and last one, possession one. So over 64.5. Uh, they had 69. Well, the St. Johnston and 64 were the last time we played at Kelly at Tincastle. I'll buy it. I'll buy the over. Yeah, I'll buy the over. I'm also going to buy it. Let's say we did have a lot of possession uh, last week. Cameron bought them all. Quite varied scores there, actually. So hopefully there'll be some movement in the league table, you know, for two weeks in and all that. But that's it. And I'm sure Cameron will be back next week to update you and explain why he didn't have any special European by ourselves. No. He's just too busy getting pushed. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. I think that's right. Aye. Um, but yeah, if if you aren't already, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast and play along with buy or sell on there. Um, bye. I don't think there's anything else, boys. So um, join us next week when we look back on these two two huge games against Rosenberg and Kilmarnock and ahead to Rosenberg 2.0 and Partick Thistle in the cup. Um, so I, until next time, come on the hearts. We'll see you again soon.